Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to After the Fact, all about 2004. Yes, your weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio has, I think, reached a year that nobody can say it was before their time tonight. So hopefully we'll have... Uh, massive scoring from our talented teams. I'm John Nolan, your host, and let's go and meet tonight's players. In front of me, the only person who's actually in the building. Say hello, please. Hello, I'm John. I'm a solicitor from Galway. You're welcome, John. Thank you very much. The blue team and your teammate on Skype. How's it going? I'm Dan, originally from Baal, but I now live in Dublin, where I work as a corporate drone, shall we say. (laughs) (laughs) But he loves his work. (laughs) And across the table, virtually, we go to Galway for your opponents. I'm Michelle. I'm live in Galway, and I'm an IT person and a writer, and uh, also a corporate drone. Yeah, and, and I'm Mike, just a, an educational drone working in anyway Galway. Wow, drones are really taking over the world. And mm-hmm. Wish you all the best of luck. Let us go and meet the final member of our team, who, of course, is our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good evening, everyone. Real humdinger tonight, I think. Clancy says it's a real humdinger tonight, but he didn't really pronounce it very well. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get on with tonight's show. Round number one is our multiple choice round. Each player will be posed a question. And if they can answer it on their own correctly, they get two points. If they have to confer with the teammate, they score one point. Any wrong answer, we'll see the go across the other side. Who will be given the remaining... uh, well, there will be two answers left because, of course, there were three options given in the first instance. It's an even-numbered show tonight, which means we start with the blue team. John or Dan, who wants to go first? I don't mind. Really go ahead, John. Uh, all right, sure, I, I'm here, so I might yeah. as well go first. That's, that's good. That's going to yeah. be our tiebreaker for yeah, everything. Yeah, fair tonight. enough. You're here. I'm here. Extra point. Round one, question one. Which of the following did not pass away in 2004? So two of them did, one of them didn't. Your options are A, Christopher Reeve, B, Ronald Reagan, or C, Boris Yeltsin. That's uh, C, Boris Yeltsin. <laughs> well, now, the, the look you gave me when the question was initially posed, but you were straight. You knew there that you one go. straight away. Yes. Boris Yeltsin didn't pass away until 2007, whereas the other two did die in 2004, Christopher Reeve in October, and Ronald Reagan in June. Okay, over we go to Galway. Who's going first on the red team? I think I have been the chosen one. The ch- Michelle is the chosen one. <laughs> right. Michelle, music question. In 2004, Welsh hip-hop group Goldie Lookin' Chain had their biggest hit of their careers. According to the title of this song, Guns Don't Kill People. What does? A. Rappers. B. Parents. Or C. Bullets. Uh, that's rappers, John. It is. Rappers. Guns don't kill people. Rappers do. Back over to Dan. Dan, are you with me? 
All set. In 2004, the president of Haiti was overthrown in a coup. What is his name? Is he A, Jean-Claude Duvalier, B, Jean-Bertrand Aristide, or C, René Préval? I'm going to take a little punt on this because I know the Duvalier's, what was his name, Papa Doc, and then his son, Baby Doc Duvalier. So I'm hoping that Baby Doc was still around in 2004 and he's the guy who got ousted. So I'll say Jean-Claude Duvalier. I'm afraid that is incorrect. So we're going to offer it across to uh, the red team. Guys, you've got uh, two options left. Who was the president of Haiti overthrown in 2004? Was it Jean-Bertrand Aristide or René Preval? Well, uh, again, let's go with the basis of the guy you heard about. Um, Aristide. Aristide is correct. Yes, uh, Dan, you're, you're, you were right in the sense that uh, Jean-Claude Duvalier was overthrown, but that happened in the mid-80s. Okay, and final question of the round goes to Mike. Mike, the world got a new tallest skyscraper in late 2004. In other words, the skyscraper that held the record for the tallest in the world. It was 509 metres tall. In what city could one find it? A, Dubai, B, Taipei, or C, Kuala Lumpur? That's a cunning one now, John, because they've all got tall buildings. Um, well, if I put in Dublin, I think you would have just, you know, we would have discounted <laughs> well, that. One. Yeah, to be fair, to be fair, it's like the what you call it, the 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 ah oh, the one the one Tom Cruise climbed that came a bit later. Um, Taipei, John, I think. Taipei is correct. Yeah, Taipei one hundred one was the world's tallest building from two thousand and four until the Burj was opened, which I think was around two thousand and eleven. Off my head. So, let us go and check the scores with Clancy after... That was a very fast round number one. Blue team, two points. Red team, five points. So, it's five points to two for the red team. Okay, let's move on. Round two is our connections round. In this round, I will give the team that's in control two pieces of information. If they can tell me what links that to the year in question, they get three points. They can request a third and indeed a fourth piece of information should they wish, but they will be playing for two and one points respectively. A wrong answer at any stage will see it go across, the other side getting all four options immediately for a potential one-point bonus. We start with the team that's trailing. That is the blue team. John and Dan, your first two pieces of information are Statutory Instrument 481 slash 2003 and March 29th. This sounds like it should be up your alley, John. No, really. I hate when people ask me legal questions, <laughs> as my clients what? will tell you. <laughs> we're very concerned over here, John. <laughs> There's a lot of people concerned. And so, once again, I, I kind of stumbled over this first clue. Statutory instrument 481 slash 2003 and March 29th. March 29th. I do not know Is that. there... Any chance that it's something to do with the smoking ban? Did the smoking ban come in 2004? It was around that time. I have a, feel, I have a feeling it came in, in in March. I could be way off now, but... Why don't we have a punt? And obviously the first... Yeah, let's have a punt. We're yeah. behind. I think we could maybe use a few extra points. Yeah. We're having a punt on the smoking ban. I agree. Wow, good one. Well done. Well done, Dan. So yes, the smoking ban was introduced on... became law on March 29, 2004. 
It was enacted under statutory instrument 481-2003. Your other clues you did not need. Clue three was going to be no more than 50% of the perimeter may be covered by a roof. I'd have got it then. <laughs> and, John, and, you were affected by this law, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if John had missed that one, it, Michal Martin, clue number four, would have surely given it away, him being the Minister of Health. I'm surprised okay. you didn't put Fibber McGee's in there, the Galway pub that uh, uh, flouted the law. There's been a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was the one that flashed it on the following weekend, and it was ah, all over okay. international news. I wonder if great advertising for publicity. <laughs> yeah, Michael Michelle, your question begins with these two clues: Milltown, green and red. Milltown, green and red. Hmm. So Milltown is there on the Galway Mayo border. If that's the Milltown we're thinking of. Green and red are the Mayo colours. Yeah. And Mayo were defeated in the football final that year. But One of I many. don't know, is that enough to go on? <laughs> so Milltown <laughs> and green and red. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know the, could I, what other, I don't know either. What other connection uh, Milltown might have. I don't know either. We, we may... I don't know. Are we brave enough to go for it or we get another clue? Go for it. Go for it. We go for another clue. Go for another clue. Dan, Dan giving real impartial advice there across the... Uh, <laughs> All right, you want another clue? Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Milltown, green and red, and Alstom Citadis. Oh, you'll have to spell that one now. I will, surely. It's A-L-S-T-O-M. That's the first word. And the second word is C-I-T-A-D-I-S. Citadis. Citadis. I'm not actually sure how you pronounce it. Alstom Citadis. Uh, it, oh, that could yes. be a sponsor. Or oh, yeah, I played full forward for Mary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a sponsor. Do you know, I doesn't sound like a person, but, you know, it's not definitely an Irish sounding person if it is a person, but it sounds like a company. So the first clue is Milltown, John, yeah? Milltown. Yes, the first clue is Milltown. Okay. The second clue is green and red. The third clue, Alstom Citadis. Do we want a fourth clue? That's the question. I don't know. Do you... Yeah, it gives a fourth what? clue. Okay. All right, we'll go with the fourth clue. Milltown, green and red, Alstom Citadis and Transdev. Transdev. Oh... These are getting less useful as they go on. Well, but... Transdev. Well, I tell you, John Martin has a real happy look at his... Oh, yeah. Is Transdev <laughs> to do with transport development? <laughs> that was, was, that, was there something about a road? <laughs> oh, gee, do you know what it is? I know what it is. It's, right. They started building the Lewis in 2004. They started construction of the Lewis Green and Red Lines. I say Alstom Citadus was the company. I'd say Milltown was one of the terminuses and Transdev then is the government okay. development. Right? Am I right? I don't need to have Yay! Uh, even though you're wrong in almost everything you just said, uh, you are Did right. I? Well, green and red. <laughs> no, you're right. The Lewis actually opened in 2004. Okay. And uh, Alstom Citadis, everyone, is the the Citadis is the tram made by the French company Alstom that uh, basically is the 
the Lewis that you can picture right. in your minds. Transdev, yeah, the company that operates it. And Milltown is a stop. But I put it in to be cunning because I thought red and green and Milltown would throw people off the scent. Did. Mm. Right, well done. That's a point for you there. Across we go back to John and Dan. Your first two clues are the Riyadus Salikin. I'll spell that. That's R-I-Y-A-D-U-S. S-A-L-I-K-H-I-N. And Knowledge Day. Knowledge Day. Knowledge Day. Riyadus Salikin. And Knowledge Day. Riyadus Salikin. Just making up words. Is that a now. name? Is that a <laughs> yeah. company? What is? Did you say the Riyadus or? <clears throat> yeah, I did say the, I did say the Riyadus yeah. So that's a bit strange. Is it like a ship or something? I don't. This is meaning nothing to me. What about you, John? No, nothing at all. The Riyadus Salikin. Nah, nah. No, I think no. we'll have to go for another yeah, clue. I think we will. Okay, the Riyadus Salikin. Knowledge Day, and now school number one. Knowledge day school. school number Take one. Take your time, pass it over, lads. Just have a good, good think aloud. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. This is why I hate the, the Skype thing. I can't pass a note or anything like that, you know? <laughs> school number one. It's hard to even fashion a guess. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I'm drawing, drawing blanks here. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. I think we'll just have to have another clue. I think so. Do yeah. you reckon? Yeah, I think so. Okay, final clue. <clears throat> We're going to give you the Riedus Salakin, Knowledge Day, school number one, and 334 victims. Oh, I know this. I think, Dan. Uh, Go on. Is it the, the school kidnap, uh, the, the Chechen rebels taking the school in North Ossetia? Oh, God, yeah, of course. That's exactly what it is, yeah. I think, shall we go with that? Yeah, go with that. Okay. Can you give me the name of the city it occurred in? Just uh, uh... no, I can't. It was North Ossetia. That's all I know. Uh, okay, I'll be good to you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, it was in Bezlan. Bezlan. Just to explain, three hundred thirty-four victims. I'm afraid it's self-evident. School number one was where it took place. That was the literally the name of the school. It was the first day of term, called Knowledge Day. So there were more than just pupils in the school. There was an assembly with parents and members of the community going on. And the Riedus Salakin is the name of the Chechen rebel brigade that basically Took caused it to yeah. take place. All right. Final question of the round is for Mike and Michelle. The Dragon Stadium and Theodorus Zagarakis, MEP. Ooh. Right. The Dragon Stadium and Theodorus Zagarakis, MEP. Okay. Give us the Zagarakis there. Give us the spelling. Z-A-G-O-R-A-K-I-S. Okay. So, look. It sounds Greek. Greek. The Olympics were Greek. Stadiums are to do with. But this could be another snaky, snaky John Nolan. (laughs) Set them off the scent here now. Give them two things that look like it could be to do with the Olympics. Now, what else that year, which... That the Greeks might have had some involvement with. Um, uh, EU expansion. But that was kind of here that they did a lot of that. Cause maybe, yeah. 
MEP. See? So they had the... Um, I just wonder if it's something really specific about the Olympics. Yeah. Could be. Was this guy actually something... Who later became an MEP? Was he something in it? I wonder. So... The big shocks that year would be Water for Crystal being no. No, give us another clue, John. Sure thing. We've got Dragon Stadium, Theodorus Zagarakis, MEP, and Angelos Karasteas. <laughs> you have to give me that Greek surname as well there. <laughs> C-H- <Potentially> Greek. <laughs> excuse me. C-H-A-R-I-S-T-E-A-S. Oh, yeah, a lot of Greeks in this one. <laughs> there sure are. Name rings no bells. But does the Dragon Stadium ring any bells with you? Not really. It doesn't sound like. I mean, it could be the the, the you know the big stadium in it, but yeah, because they'd have it. Like shows up usually takes place in an arena, so it wouldn't be that. Well, maybe it would. I think we need the last clue, Joe. Final clue. Sure thing. Yeah. Dragon Stadium. Theodorus Zagarakis MEP, Angelos Charisteas, and the Silver Goal. Silver Goal. Oh. Okay. All well, right. That... So we were on the right track. No, we, we weren't. No, no, were no, we not? No, it's um, it's Euro 2004, John. Yeah. That's the winning of... Oh, I'm game. amazed it took you that long to get there, but you did get there in the end, so fair play. Well, I, the MEP, John, has to say, I, I don't see the connection at all. So that's the... Right, well, here we go. Silver goal is how Greece won the semi-final of Euro 2004 against the Czech Republic. In the final, they won thanks to a goal by Angelos Harasteas. Theo Zagarakis, I gave him his full name just to be crafty, it was the captain of Greece and player of the tournament. He's a former Leicester City footballer from when we were young. Oh, and uh, the Dragon Stadium in Portuguese, Estadio Dragao, the home of Porto, where the opening game of the tournament took place. Oh, very cunning. <laughs> so so is, he a, is he an MEP now? He's currently an MEP. He has been since 2011 or 12, whenever the last uh, European elections took place. Yes. He was not oh. an MEP while winning the European football championships. Okay. Although it probably helped his electoral bid later on in life. Let's go and check the scores with Clancy. Blue to six points. Red to seven points. Oh, the gap has tightened up. Right, we're going to take our first ad break and we will be back in about two minutes' time. Please do not go away. You're welcome back to After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. Tonight, all the questions are about the year 2004. Now, after two rounds, it's a very finely poised game we have going on here the red team that's Mike and Michelle Coyne in Galway are on seven points only one ahead of the blue team John Martin here in the studio and Dan O'Malley in Dublin on we go to round three the audio round in this round the teams will hear a piece of music when it's their turn and they get a point if they can identify to start with the song title and the artist performing then there will be two subsequent questions, each worth one point. Any wrong answers, though, we'll see if be offered across to the other side. We're going to start with the team that's trailing, which is Dan and John. Are you ready, guys? Here comes the first Go piece of music. It. 
Okay, boys. Uh, song title and artist, please. Well, I know the artist, but I don't know the title of the song. I think I do know the title. Thank well, you. Then you go uh, for so it. It's Snow, Snow Patrol, right, John? Yep, that's that. I think the song is Spitting Games. Nice one. Well right. done. Well done. Two subsequent questions for you. This song was released on Snow Patrol's third and ultimately breakthrough album. What is that album called? I think I know that one. Uh, would, you, would you agree that it would be Final Straw? Um, is that the one with the kind of orangey cover with the two figures on it? No, I don't. I'll, oh, no, I'll, the, trust, the, I'll trust it. He's, uh, he's trusting you, Dan. No, John. Final Straw, I'll go for. He's correct. Yes, well done. And the last question. Throughout their career, Snow Patrol have received just a single Grammy Award nomination. That came for which 2006 song? 2006 song? Yes. Hmm, 2006. So is Chasing Cars, is that, is that later, 2006? I, I, I'm trying to think of I couldn't give notable you a, songs. A, a timeline of anything else. <laughs> What do you reckon? Is there any other songs you can think of that would be kind of notable songs that might get a Grammy nomination? Uh, sure, half you, you never know with them. Sure, half of them were on a Grey's Anatomy in the time. Like you know, it could be for any <laughs> of those. That's true. Um, uh, I don't know. Okay, he's. Easy. Will we just go for chasing cars? So yeah, go on. Oh, nice guess. Well done. It's a good punt, Shoot. and it comes in. Right over we go, Mike and Michelle. Here comes your first piece of music. Are you ready? Shoot. That's your song, so Ooh. song title and artist, please. I think we know the artist, but we're kind of struggling here with the uh, title of the song. Um, I don't think the song has, or the title has much to do with the lyrics. I think it's something else, is it? Um, I listened to this one today. It's annoying. Did you? I did. <laughs> um, was there a 2004 playlist on Spotify going on? Um, there was. Sadly, not in my office. There was. And my headphones. Um, <laughs> I can work and listen to music. Um, oh. Do you have any? Nope. Do you want to just not say the name of the band just in case? Oh, I think they know the band. But... <laughs> I, um, I don't it's... think you're going to be uh, helping or hindering. But then come up with, no. a, uh, come up with a, a song so let's might, might as well guess something. Oh, I know it. It just came to me. Okay. Is it Boulevard of Broken Dreams? Green Day? Hey! <laughs> well done. You can hear the penny dropping day. from if here. If I stop trying to get something, it usually come, it's been coming to me. <laughs> it's like a sneeze. All right. <laughs> you have two questions on that. As of 2017, Boulevard of Broken Dreams remains the only song in history to have won both the Grammy Award for Record of the Year and which other notable award handed out annually by MTV? Oh, MTV. Oh, they probably have a name for it rather than just song of the year. Yes, so, yeah. Um, um, best song at the MTV Music Awards is kind of what you hear, isn't it, though? 
Could be. Could not be something related to videos, though. MTV. I know, but they the MTV Music Awards they do reward songs okay. and singers. We just say that because sure. we don't really know. So sure. best song MTV Music Awards. <laughs> Afraid not. So we're going to offer this over to John and Dan for a potential bonus, gentlemen. I think I think the other guest sounds maybe more plausible. Video of the year. I'd say what so. What do you reckon? Yeah. There we go. Well yeah, done. it's the VMA Award sorry, for Mark. Video of the Year. Disappointed you. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> unlucky, unlucky. You do have a final question, though, Mike and Michelle. This was a number two hit here in Ireland for Green Day in 2004. Their only number one on the Irish charts came two years later when they teamed up with U2 on which charity single? Two years later, U2 on a charity single with Green Day. Correct. Browsers. Uh, 2006. Like, what wow. charity singles? Did you know from 2006? If it was just the two of them, how don't I remember this? Where was I in 2006? I don't know. Where was not I? Not listening to music. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, the music round is not falling our way this week. Um, well, it's only the first question, but it'll be all right. Yeah. Well, what album did you two have out in 2006 that might get me somewhere? Uh, I don't know. Because I have one you know. every year, no. Um, no. Um, I'll just pass. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass. Okay, they're passing it over. <clears throat> John and Dan. No idea for me. I've got absolutely nothing. Like you guys, it just passed me by completely. Yeah. Wow, I, this is number one in the Irish charts now, guys. Oh, well, whoopity do. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of rubbish number ones. Oh, spoken like a true curmudgeon. <laughs> are are you going to chant something, lads, or are you just I, I, passing? I have, as no, well? I have no idea unless you have a guess that you can go with. Couldn't even think of what would be a plausible guess. No, All nothing. Right. Okay, well, I just tell you also. Yeah, it was a record to raise money for Hurricane Katrina, victim relief in America, and it was called "The Saints Are Coming." Uh-huh. <laughs> I think the silence says it all like right there. We'll have to we'll have to Blank dig it out. <clears throat> okay. Back to John and Dan for their second piece of music. Here it comes. Okay, gentlemen. Well, I can name the band, but not the song. Well, this worked for you the last I, time. Yeah, I think I can name the song. Well, I think the band is the Scissor Sisters. I think you're right, and I think the song is called Take Your Mama Out. Oh, nice. Just take well your mama done. Out, there you go, that's fine. That's gets you the point. Two subsequent questions on that. One of the Scissor Sisters vocalists was born Anna Lynch in 1974. However, due to what she calls her deep and abiding love of robots, she has chosen to be known by what stage yeah. name? I've, I've come across it before. Um, I think her name is now Animatronic. That's correct. Yes, yes indeed. And finally, <clears throat> Scissor Sisters first came to prominence early in 2004 with their cover of what Pink Floyd song? Hmm. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I hate music rounds. 
hey, you're, you're doing better than us. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but uh, comfortably numb comes faintly to mind. I don't know unless you have a better. I have no better on. guess than that. All right. Oh, it's right. well done. Comfortably known by the Scissor Sisters, their breakthrough single over on the side of the Atlantic in early 2004. All right, final final piece of music is, I admit, a bit out of left field. Oh, no. oh for God's sake, Joe. <laughs> However, you remember, you only need to give me the song title and the artist. And I think if you break it down, listen to it carefully, you will get it, no problem. So oh, here we go. Lord. She came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College. That's where I caught her eye. She told me that her dad was loaded. I said, in that case, I'll have a rum and Coca-Cola. She said, fine. And in 30 seconds time, she said... Well, okay, John knows it, so... He's... We know it as well, because oh. it's one of our favourite albums of all time. <laughs> Well, that works out very well. <laughs> so that's uh, William Shatner, and it's called the song "Common People" cover of Pope. Correct. Well done. Well, that worked out well. Okay. Two subsequent questions then. This song was included on Shatner's 2004 album "Has Been." This was only his second studio album. The first being "The Transformed Man," which was released while he was starring in the original TV series of Star Trek. So, within a two-year either-way window. Tell me, how many years were there between these two albums? Okay, so we know what year this one came out. <laughs> so, Mike, here, do some math there. <laughs> so, so, his original album, while... The Transform Man, was released while he was starring in the original run of Star Trek, the TV series. Within yeah. the two years either way, how many years were there between the two albums? Mm, while, earlier or later I don't know while Mike is doing maths do you, Leonard Nimoy also had a few albums so, he uh, did and thankfully lots of Star Trek, nothing um, coming up on that now so. yeah Leonard Nimoy's um, song about Bilbo Baggins is actually one of my it's, it's kind of a guilty pleasure actually <laughs> <laughs> right, right Mike have you an answer okay uh, 37 I'll give you that the answer is actually 36 but I had said within two years either way so congratulations you get the point uh, it was, yeah, 36 years. It had released in 1968. Final question. In what year did Pulp release the original version of this song? Um, I'm not giving oh. you any leeway on that one. So I think, Mike, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember where I was because I had it. Um, I, It was kind of around that Britpop time. Mm-hmm. And... So I think it was like 96 or 97. One of those two. And I'm kind of erring towards 97, but I don't know if you have any other information. I'm trying to think. So the songs that were on it, so Disco 2000 was on it as well. Yeah, I'd have gone. You would have gone. But I don't know. I don't know. I had it, so I don't think I was... And I okay. was 15 in 95, so I don't think go. I had, was into buying much. I, which way, which one are we going to go? The one in between, so yeah. two, we think. So we're going to go at 96. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fred, that is incorrect. Passing it over to Dan and John. 
Oh, I would just have said as well. I, mean, I would have gone for a ninety-six personally. I, I would have said ninety-four or ninety-five. You think? Hmm. Yeah, I think it was that early. I uh, maybe ninety-five then. Yeah, okay, we'll go ninety-five. Ninety-five yeah. is exactly right. Well done. Now, twice I've gone against Mike, and twice I've been wrong. <laughs> Never lived this down. <laughs> okay, let's see how their marriage is getting on. Or, I mean, sorry, how the scores are standing uh, with Clancy. <gasps> Blue team for two points. Red team ten points. So it's a complete swing. The blue team are now in the lead. As we head to our second ad break, we'll be back in three minutes' time. This is After the Fact on Clamars Community Radio, your weekly trivia quiz game. This week, the questions are all about 2004. Now, after three rounds tonight, the blue team, that is John Martin and Dan O'Malley, are on 14 points. Four ahead of the red team, Mike and Michelle Coyne, who are on ten. Off we go into round four. That's 20 questions. In this round, when you're in control, you get asked a question. If you get it right, you get one point. You also get to keep control, which means you get the next question. This can go on until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point you will have to give control of the game over, but you will get a bonus sixth point for the achievement. Any wrong answers, we'll see it immediately go across. The other side will be getting the next question, but they can also get a bonus on the one you missed. <coughs> All right, we're going to start with Mike and Michelle, because you are trailing. Are you ready? Yeah. Here comes question number one. Following a disputed presidential election in Ukraine, where Viktor Yanukovych won against Viktor Yushchenko, a series of protests and political events began. By what colour was this peaceful revolution known? Oh, that was orange, John. I could have said that one. That's <laughs> the easy starter question. <laughs> Orange is Let's correct. just take the point. <laughs> Orange is correct. Number two. In August, armed robbers stole The Scream, Madonna and several other paintings by which artist from a museum in Oslo? Um, Edward Munch. Yes. Munch, Monk, who knows? Right. Munch. That's two for you. Number three, sports question. The Tommy Murphy Cup was established in 2004. Aimed at the so-called weaker counties in Gaelic football, it only lasted for five seasons. Which Connacht team reached the final in that first year, losing to Clare by 1-11 to 0-11? Not a notion. Oh, my God. Well, it's Connacht, so there's a, there's a small pool to choose That's from. <laughs> Listen to Michelle here. Leitrim. Uh, don't know. I don't know. Leitrim, John. Leitrim, he says. Okay, hold on. Stop the clock. Oh, that's the wrong noise. I'm afraid the wrong noise is the noise. Over we go. John and Dan, you're getting the next question, but you can get a bonus here. Uh, it, uh, oh. I would say... Well, the, Connacht, but go on, yeah. I'd say the next week as county back then would have been Sligo. Uh, or I think so, unless it's really tricksy and we're counting London, say, in among the Connacht counties. Oh, uh, I can't give you too much time, lads. It's only a bonus, so tell us. Well, we just say Sligo. Yeah. We say Sligo. Then Sligo gets yes. to the point. It's correct. Yes, like I said, they lost to Clare by, one, by a goal in that first final. Your question next. <clears throat> in November, which Portuguese politician was elected president of the European Commission, a position he would hold until October 2014? I do not do European Ooh. stuff at all. Is it, um, what's the guy, is it Barroso? Is that him? That is he sounds, Portuguese? That sounds good enough to me. You're saying Barroso? 
Yes, tentatively. <laughs> Have more faith in yourself, Dan. You're doing good. Next question. Following his death in November, which political leader's request to be buried near the Al-Aqsa Mosque was refused by Israel, leading to him being temporarily interred in the city of Ramallah, pending the establishment of a Palestinian state? I'd say that's Yasser Arafat. I mean, he uh, died It that must year. be, must not it? Yeah. He, yeah, he would have died around then. So, yeah. I, yeah, I reckon. Go for that. Yasser Arafat. Is correct. Next question. The current Irish governing body of which movement, which claims over 50,000 members, including 12,000 adult volunteers, was created in 2004 with the amalgamation of the SAI and the CBSI? Obviously, I won't tell you what those letters stand for. Because oh, that on. would give the game I, away. I think I think I know this one. On, uh, I have four kids and they're all members of it. So it's now known as Scouting Ireland, a.k.a. what used to be the Boy Scouts. That worked out well for you, Dan, didn't it? <laughs> it. Okay, so that there is four in a row. So this one's for the fifth and potential double point. On April 24th, referendums took place over the Annan plan which proposed the reuniting of both parts of which island? Annan was Cyprus, I think. It would have been uh, Greek Cyprus and Turkish Cyprus, I would say. Okay. Rings no bells to me, but it yeah. sounds plausible. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Cyprus. Five in a row and a bonus point for you. Well done. Right, back over to Mike and Michelle. Your question. On May the 1st, due to its holding of the role of Presidency of the EU, Ireland hosted the ceremony to mark the accession of how many new states to the European Union? Uh, Ten. Straight in there, Michelle, and you're right. It is ten. Next question. At the 2004 US Open, which South African golfer won the second of his two career major titles? Hmm. I couldn't name a South African golfer, I don't think. Although, when I hear it, I'll know it. Um, uh, Retief Goosen, John? Is correct, Mike. Well done. Retief Goosen has won the US Open twice. Question. Uh, next question. Ireland got its first ever female Minister for Agriculture in 2004. Who was it who held this post? TD for Donegal South West. Um, oh, I'm trying to think this out. Mary and she, Mary, yeah, so she was putting on her boots. I just remember putting on her boots after she got, okay, she was struggling putting on the wellies at the <laughs> so at the Clarence Championship. Mary Coughlin, yeah, Mary Coughlin, yeah, yeah, That's correct. She became tarnished for a brief okay. period. Oh, yeah, a very fleeting period, yes, very, very. <laughs> Just when everybody, everybody was leaving, that was one of the last people left on the ship. Many, yeah. All right, your next question. On October the ninth, a team of explorers reached the bottom of Krubera Cave, the world's deepest cave, at a depth of two thousand and eighty meters. In which country is Krubera Cave located? Any chance of spelling on that one? K R U B E R A. Any ideas, Mike? Um, I'm looking at the spelling of it. It could be anything. But I think it's somewhere kind of... in the 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 Cox, you know, the kind of 
that old part of Russia. Um, Georgia, John. <gasps> That's a great one. That's um, a good one to get there. I was looking at that, and I said, that looks a bit just, Australian to me. Because, <laughs> um, what you call it, um, the, the discussion of that, that earlier, <laughs> I just put it in my mind. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I would have accepted either Abkhazia, which is a, it's a disputed territory, it's a disputed territory yeah. of Georgia, or it's because it's in there, but Georgia is equally valid for me. In March 2004, which Iraqi-born British architect became the first female recipient of the Pritzker Prize? Oh, Lord. Ooh. Um... So, in March 2004, which Iraqi-born British architect became the first female recipient of the Pritzker Prize? I can't say, because I don't know any female arti- arti- British female architect. No, I don't either. Do you know any random architects that you never like? Not young, not female or British, no. No. No, pass, John. Okay, you're getting control over here, Dan and John, but you can get a bonus on this one. I have no idea. On I this. think Go I on. have a guess for this one. I think she died recently. She was in the news maybe before Christmas. Um, Hadid. Hadid. Yeah. Zaha Hadid. Wow, well done. <laughs> that is well done. That is well done. Next question for John and Dan. Ireland's Keen O'Connor won the gold medal in show jumping at the 2004 Summer Olympics only to have that medal taken away when it was revealed that the horse he had failed he, he had rode he failed <laughs> the horse he had failed that's Freudian slip um, he failed us all <laughs> what was the name of the horse basically was my question well, that would have been it was Water for Crystal that's it, it? Yeah. oh yeah. That's, a, that's wow very good yes Water for Crystal well I did say it earlier yeah exactly Michelle gave that one away <laughs> like at me. I've just screwed the pooch on this one uh, I knew it anyway <laughs> Michelle don't worry you knew it anyway yeah. you knew it anyway we did we did yeah Next question. The world's tallest bridge. We've had the deepest cave. Now let's go for the world's tallest bridge. Designed by the English architect Sir Norman Foster, was opened in 2004. It spans the gorge valley of the River Tarn. In which country can you find it? I think that could be France. That's, it is France. Yeah, you're yeah. dead on. You're flying through my questions here tonight now. I suppose 2004. So that's, uh, what we got? that's three in a row. Number four on this little chain. In October 2004, during a qualifying match against Leo Fernandez for the UK Championship, Scottish snooker player Jamie Burnett became or Burnett became the only player so far to record what break in tournament play? I think hmm. that's a one five five. Yeah, surely because of course one four seven is that one four seven plus the, the eight. The sn- yeah. Extra snooker on top. Yeah. yeah. A free ball plus black. the black, yeah. You're going for one five five. Yeah. I'm afraid not, lads. Ah. Mike and Michelle, you get bonus. How many on this? for a snooker? That was my guess actually. That would be my How many for a snooker? How many points for a snooker? Yeah. Points for your snooker done. Huh? You get four points normally as a as a like that's the foul, but Yeah. It's out of reasonable to get so one just looking one for a number here, please. One five four, John. One five four. Now, to be fair, you were on the right lines, but you all gave him too much credit. He scored 148. Ah. Oh. And I'll tell you how he did it. Uh, when he came to the table, he was uh, he had a free ball, which he potted a brown. Then he oh, potted the brown, brown again, followed by 15 reds, 12 blacks, two pinks and a blue. Oh. And then when he cleared up the colours, he ended up at 148. So he didn't do the 147. He, he, didn't he, didn't. Do, he didn't do 15 reds yeah, and blacks. Yeah, he didn't yeah. need to. He had some extra yeah. points in the bank. 
Right, Michelle, you have control though. So next question. On May the 11th, Nintendo officially announced its next game console, then called the Revolution. What name would it have by the time it reached the shops? Oh, so that's probably... It has to be the Wii, It has it? to be, yeah, the one where you're... Oh, actually, hold oh, on. Hang on, think about it a second there now. I don't, I don't remember it being called the Revolution. I just remember immediately being called the Wii and everybody laughing. Yeah, actually, is it the DS, John? Is it the DS? Yeah, it's not the DS. John shall, and Dan? Shall we go for the other one that they mentioned? <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll I'd say go for the Wii. The Wii. The Wii. It was indeed. He's going, to, he's going for a Wii. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's hilarious. John and Dan, your question. Which Irish-born aid worker who had worked in Iraq for several years was abducted and murdered by unidentified kidnappers in 2004 at the age of 59? No idea here. No, I've got nothing. So you want to even just hazard a guess, a random surname? Hey, go, go, you go for it. I, I, I kind of fell asleep there. <laughs> Let's play the odd. Let's guess Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> that's what you were expecting, I think, uh, and that's what you got. Back we go to Mike and Michelle. Control is going over to you, but you can get a bonus here. We might be making this name up. But there was, I think there was such a person as Margaret Hassan. Is correct. Oh, yeah. Good. Margaret Hassan is right. Uh, I had to laugh when the boys were going down the surname route. <laughs> 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 All right, Mike and Michelle, your question. The Electric Picnic, an annual arts and music festival, was first held in 2004. Since then, it has been staged each year in what Leinster town? Um, yeah, Leash. Strad Valley. Yeah. Strad Valley. Valley is correct. Question, oh, we're on question 19, so we've only two left. Which Belgian tennis player won gold in the singles at the 2004 Summer Olympics, seven months after winning the singles title at the Australian Open? Hmm. Um, hopefully it's the Belgian player that I like, not the Belgian player I didn't like. Um, oh, Justine Nash. <laughs> Sorry, what was your guess? I, I interrupted you. Uh, Justine Nash. Justine Nash is correct. Not Kim Kleister's fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Justine Nan or her later name, Nan Arden. And final question. In November 2004, the Mozilla Project officially changed the name of its browser to Firefox. The browser had been launched initially in, on May 15, 2003 under a certain name, but had to change due to a conflict with a BIOS manufacturer. Its second name, revealed in October 2003, would also have to be changed as it clashed with that of a manufacturer of databases. So name either of these problematic names. Yeah. I didn't know this, no. So they were trying to change it to Firefox. Or they are trying to change it. So they launched it in May. They they come up with two options that (coughs) were infringing and copyright. Between May 2003 and October 2003, it was called One Name. That was in conflict with different companies. So then they changed it. Uh, so then between October and of 2003 and November of 2004, it was called a certain name. But that was also in conflict with a different company. So they settled it finally on Firefox. Name either of Bios, the names they had. A BIOS and a what? Databases was the second. Databases. So databases. So to do with Sun. Oracle Sun. Uh, I probably knew this at the time back when, you know. We cared about browsers. You could say, say Oracle. Okay, 15 seconds left. 
Um, I don't think it would have been called Arc at the bottom. It made a little sense. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, any answer off your right now, please? Oh, go. We just say Oracle. Oracle. Fred, not so. Final potential points for the boys. This is the last question of the quiz, but you can get a bonus. Haven't here. a Scooby Doo? Not a clue. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you. It was from May of 2003 until October 2003. It was called Phoenix. That was the BIOS manufacturer. And then from October 2003 until November of 2004, it was called Firebird. Uh, and then they, changed, yeah. they went from Firebird to Firefox. Okay, that brings our quiz to an end for tonight. Let's go and check on the scores with our <coughs> friendly robot helper, Mr. Clancy. Blue team 24 points. Red team 19 points. So congratulations to the blue team, John and Dan. Well Finally got a win. <laughs> Great stuff. Thanks, William. Well done uh, to you boys, and well done to the blue team. Uh, Thanks very much. And uh, hard luck, Mike and Michelle. That's your first defeat out of three, so it had to come eventually, I suppose. I know. Sure. Uh, we're better when we weren't born, I think, is what we're finding, because <laughs> our first two were well before our time, so our own time, we don't know enough That is it. an interesting little discovery you've made there. Okay, well, anyway, thank you for taking part, and we'll have you all back, I'm sure, in the weeks ahead. So that is it for tonight. Best of luck and thank you everyone for taking part. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week with another year. In the meantime, have a good one. Podcast Extra Next week on After the Fact so let's have our warm-up question just to get everyone's brains in gear. Okay. Get Marcella in the zone. Yeah, I need to turn these up a bit. A bit, I think. Okay. Can you? How's that? Better. Carl, right. can you say something? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, I just got bad hearing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. Now I have in front of me a list of <clears throat> the fifty, the world's most populous fifteen cities, based on metropolitan area so not just the city but it's suburbs so you know the, well actually John doesn't know the rules he hasn't been here before but no. it's uh, everyone's got two lives are going to go around the, the, the virtual room okay. blah 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 blah. Marcella do you want to start? Sure London 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 is not on this list oh one life gone Oh, John. Let's see. Um, Hong Kong. Actually, hang on. Let's go again. Oh. After Marcella comes, Carol. I need to get order right here. Oh. Sorry. Tokyo. Tokyo is the top of this list. Bing, bing. Ah, uh, no. That was my one. <laughs> right, John. Uh, I'll go Hong Kong, yeah. Hong Kong. Yes. Is, um, no, Hong Kong is 58. Oh. Okay. Right. Brendan. Me. Beijing. Beijing. Yes, number eight on the list. Marcella. Rio de Janeiro. Is not in this list. Cracky. You're out. Woohoo! <laughs> Carol. Shanghai. Shanghai is number two on the list. Ooh. Carol has got a perfect record up the top of the table here. Fair play. John. Um, Calcutta. I'm again looking at my list. No, that's oh. 25th. Jeez. I was looking for the top 15, okay. so you're out. What's this for again? Is this practice? Right. This is just your practice, yeah. Okay, grand. Yeah, we're doing all right. Tell me why the hell I said London. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Brendan. So it's over to me. Yes. I've got one, but I don't know 
what was it that you said? You said uh, Hong Kong was like 58. Yeah. Um, Hasn't got much of a metropolitan area, Hong Kong. That's the problem Mumbai. with that answer. Mumbai. Huh? Mumbai. Oh, I heard you know Mumbai. that. Time. Yes, it's, that's good. 13th in the list out of 15. Oh, okay. okay, so we go back to Carol. Mexico City. Mexico City is number 10. That's good. You're perfect. Oh, Jesus. John, John's out. So, uh, go on, Brendan. There's loads in China. There's absolutely loads of places you haven't heard of. Well, on this list, I'll let you into the, on this particular list of uh, there's four out of the fifteen are in China. Well, now he says it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, to be fair to Brendan, he knew that fact. <laughs> there's one. Uh, I hope you don't ask me to spell it, but it's like Shenzhen or something like that. We've got. I'll, I'll I'll presume you mean number nine on the list, Shenzhen. Shenzhen, yes. That's exactly the one you meant, isn't it? It All is, right. it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carol. New York. New York. Number 15 out of 15. Perfect. Oh, <laughs> Back to okay. you, Brendan. Uh, okay, let me think. No, I don't think that's big enough. <laughs> There's uh, there's a big oh there's a big conurbation in China as well that has like it's like three cities all in one, but it's not that one. Um, <laughs> okay, need come on, now, this is only the warm up. Don't rush me. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, biggest cities in the world. He's googling. No, no, I wish. Oh. By the way, while he's doing that, I'm going to show everyone his Skype image. Which is the most posery image you've ever seen. <laughs> Look at that. Nice. Look at that. Uh, Vote number one, Cox. <laughs> it's a professional image. Uh, let me see. Um, okay, so. Oh, come on, you've, you've uh, really have time to travel across one of them at this stage. Macau. Macau. Well, that's good. That is a, that is a real place. Uh, it's going to be a no. I'm just going to see if it's anywhere on this list. No. Back goes out to Carol, who's got two lives still, and keeping her stuff, keeping her cards closer. Huh? Michael again? Yes. New Delhi. Oh, yeah. Yep, number four. Okay. She's making this game seem very easy, Brendan. <laughs> well, I'm just sewing for the biggest cities in the world. Yeah, exactly. It's simple, Brendan. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> but that's easy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, New Delhi. So there must be another one in India. Yeah, you said it already, Mumbai. So I- Oh, that's the only other one in India. Thanks, <laughs> John. Uh, How many's left, John? There's about seven or eight of them. Yeah, I, 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 well, tonight I've been up in a heap. I've, I've actually neglected to tick anything. So, um. <laughs> so <laughs> we're all flying we by the seat of our pants tonight. Yeah, okay, so I don't think there's another one on Japan. There's so many over in the Far East. All right. South gonna, America. Come on, push you for an answer. Buenos Aires. No, that's a no. That's yeah, a no. I didn't so. Uh, so Carol that's wins. Big. Carol wins that particular battle. Well done. Perfect. Well done, Carol. Very well done, Carol. I'll give you the 15 that's... in reverse order. New York City is 15. 20.3 million. Cairo, 14. 20.5 million. Mumbai, 20.7. Lagos in Nigeria. No one went there. Oh, 21 million. Sao Paulo in Brazil. Sao Paulo. 
Yeah, unlucky Marcella, not mm. really. 21.2, Mexico City, 21.5. Then Shenzhen, 23.3. Beijing, 24.9. Guangzhou, 25 million. Christ. Karachi and Pakistan, 25.1. Seoul and South Plus Korea, no like... one thought of that one. Oh. 25 and a half. Oh, that's soul destroying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Where, where is my wrong noise when I need it? <laughs> New Delhi, you said Jakarta. It was uh, for Jakarta and Indonesia. Is third. Is it? Thirty-one point oh. six million people live Jesus. in. Wow. And then Shanghai is second, and Tokyo is first. So even room in Jakarta. Wow. <laughs> Tokyo metropolitan area is the size of County Cavan. If you want a useless fact. <laughs> Thank Write you for that, that Carol. Down. That's a, John's writing that down. Yeah, okay, good. good.